welcome to Shotcast 186. Some things have changed. Coming back after a long hiatus. And Brian, and things aren't going well in the world. They aren't. No, no. Russia <laughs> wants to nuke the Ukraine. There's Ebola outbreaks. The celebrities' phones are being hacked. Uh, 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 the internet some just lost its goddamn mind. And I figured it out, Ryan. You know what it why, is? Why, why is that? Is it because Destiny's out next week? That. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the universe, it's the internet as a collective clamoring for the return of the shot cast. I thought you knew that. I woke oh, up I and thought... I was like, we, we need to shot cast. We will fix this world. We will fix every problem by bringing the shot cast back. So is, that jo- is, that, is that why Joan Rivers died today, too, was as a result of that as well? And we, you know what? We, we <laughs> planned on doing this yesterday. We didn't, and now she's dead, and that's on me, and I have to live with that. All right. So when I got up this morning, I drew the the happy faces with the video game stuff, and I was like, Ryan, we are fucking shot casting today. <laughs> so hi guys, Shotcast one eighty six with uh, your new host, Georgie Menace, staff writer, Dual Stalkers, and I'm by my ever loyal sidekick. Ryan Meitzler, also a staff writer, oh. video guide, oh, or I'm a cool person. But I don't want to be the side. You may notice we are lacking... <laughs> you're, you're fine, don't worry about it. You will notice that we are lacking a Tony. Just, not the award, I meant the physical person Tony. You know, big head, usually wears a hat, really loud. No longer with us, he's over at Coalition always, doing his thing. Always, uh, always looks angry, all the time. Always looks angry all the time. Tony decided to do a full heel turn and become a villain and head over to the Coalition, which just sounds like a wrestling organization anyway. So, bad bad on you, Tony. You are a villain. I will meet you in a steel cage, and we will fight it out for the podcast host title belt. But, uh, but yeah, Tony's gone. We, you know, we're, we're taking over. I'm the de facto host. It is a regime change. The chalkboard is ready. I'm ready. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to fix everything that is wrong in the world, Ryan. You and me, you're on a delay. It's totally cool. I don't, I don't mind. It's <laughs> like we're talking via satellite. I figured the great return of the Shotcast wouldn't be a great return without really massive technical difficulties. But we're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna truck on through. We'll, truck we'll, on through, Ryan. We'll, we'll push through it. It's okay. So. <laughs> so, how you been, Ryan? What you been doing for three or four weeks? Uh, good. Catching up on life, uh, playing video games, playing more video games. It's been about it, I guess. It's been good, but... No, no, no Destiny prep for you? Is there, you know, you're not waiting outside of a, you know, you're not planning to wait outside of the GameStop, <laughs> just with... Uh, no, I, I, beer. I, I don't have a uh, PS4 or Xbox One yet, uh, and I don't really plan on getting the 360 or PS3 version, because I know that I would probably rather get it on the new console, so... So you're gonna be outside looking in, just like just seeing everyone go through like the Destiny hysteria. I will be really, I'll be really, je- I'll be on the outside, really jealous of everyone that's playing Destiny because it does look like a lot of fun. And uh, I remember, like, you know, earlier this year, I didn't really know a whole lot about it, um, but I've been kind of curious about it. And the more I've been hearing it, the more I've been kind of getting interested in it. So who knows? Maybe I'll end up getting the 360 or the PS3 version and and feel silly for doing that. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Destiny's, uh, from when we played the, the beta and the alpha, super fun. Uh, it is it is the game that's going to bring people together as far as, like, a cooperative experience is concerned, where it's just, hey, just get a couple of beers and three or four of your friends and just 
just shoot ugly aliens and have numbers come above their head, and then hey, let's get on, yeah, let's get on the multiplayer and yeah. kill some other dudes, and then you kill some other dudes. So yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, you know, production, uh, more or less productivity. It's just going to cease next week. Uh, we're going to have a lot of Destiny coverage happening in the form of videos and just stupid articles and funny pictures and 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 and, and, and gifts and oh man, speaking of gifts, I want to get on that Madden gift today. It was so <laughs> bad. I that they're just asking for trolling, which is great because that's what I I want that to be a massive oversight on EA. But it's like oh, let's do a little GIF generator, and it's just like it's only going to end bad, and I can't wait to just. <laughs> to just really screw up their plan, so that's going to be fun. Uh, there was PAX last week. There was. In Seattle. Not, the, not, the, not the East Coast variety, though. The prime West Coast variety. So Not, not the Southern PAX, the one that's going to be in... Uh, Next year. Uh, Texas. Austin? Yeah, Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go to that, but then I kind of don't, because it falls in January. And that's just... A, I, I can't. Like, I, I don't want to go to... I just overall don't want to go to Texas, but that's when all the... <laughs> Since every all the good games got pushed back till next year anyway, then you know a uh, January PAX doesn't seem too bad considering like all the big titles might actually be there and like playable in some way, shape, or form. Like I still want to get my hands on like Bloodborne and see what the hell that's all about. And, yeah, I mean it. It it does seem well. I mean like January seems like kind of a weird time of the year since like all the big releases, you know, all the holiday releases have already come out, and you know. Generally, I feel like before E3, not a lot of studios are really willing to like show a lot yet, you know, until they get to E3. So, um, yeah. you know, which is why even at like PAX East, you really don't see a whole lot of like big stuff there. It's mostly just like you know stuff we either known about or you know the big news that comes out of it is like oh no DLC coming out or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm trying to see what developers do as far as in, and also like even indie developers how they justify that cost to go to a third PAX for this year to show off their game if they can even afford it. So which becomes yeah. the PAX that you skip. So I feel like. Next year, you're going to see people maybe skipping PAX East or PAX South, but definitely going to PAX Prime. Yeah. Or, or, or PAX Australia. I totally forgot that they're doing one in Australia, which should yeah. be weird and interesting. But it's like, it costs like five grand just to go there by yourself. So imagine trying to send a team down there with stuff and just that the time zone, and you lose a day when you're traveling. It's like going into a vortex and coming on another time. It's not. I don't know. I, to me, I don't even think Australia is a real place to begin with, but that's, that's a discussion for another podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, some other some other stuff happened. Uh, I guess some news that come out of there. Uh, Saints Row got out of hell. Yes, happening. It's happening. Uh, the boss gets yeah. The boss gets kidnapped by Satan, and Johnny gets us to go and punch him in the face. Uh, you're back. It is like every yeah. time they have a new Saints Row announcement, I do feel like they try and just one up the like batshit insanity that that series. So I mean, I've actually I've never played any of the games, um, but I remember like when Saints Row Four came out last year, I was kind of like, okay, I can kind of I think because like the original titles were obviously just trying to be like GTA, so they right. really there wasn't really any appeal that I saw. But after like probably three, I think was when they started just being like, fuck it, we're just gonna do our own thing and like, yeah. It, that's that's when they found their identity because it's like we're not going to compete on you know Grand Theft Auto as far as like realism is concerned and yeah. like it seemed that the Grand Theft Auto games are shooting more for like realistic and more like immersive you know big immersive worlds and blah yeah. blah blah and Saints Row wanted to focus on now nah, dude you just shoot everything blow stuff yeah. up well like well like GTA you know GTA I think you know got I guess got a little bit more serious versus Saints Row which mm-hmm. kind of took all the out the, the parts that people like most, I think, about GTA, and then kind of just made a game around that, which is the freedom and just the, you know, being able to just do whatever the hell you want, pretty much. 
Yeah, if, if I recommend if you if you're gonna play Saints Row run, Dubstep Gun is so good. <laughs> it is so good. And then you, there are these uh, downloadable packs that have just different music, so you can do it. So you can do like a polka, and uh, there's like a heavy metal Dubstep Gun, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you're, if you're gonna if, if you've never gotten to Saints Row, definitely jump into three, and then go into four. Yeah, and that'll kind of that'll make you happy. But oh man, oh it's so good. I love it. And the, the creative character, you can give your guy a British accent or a, or a non-British accent. I, I don't know what else. It was like, it's like a slightly Spanish. The Spanish accent in Saints Row is slightly racist. You sit there and you're like, that's <laughs> not how I sound at all. Like, no. But, uh, that happened. They're also remaking uh, Saints Row 4. It's getting an HD update, and that's going to be available on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Which just tells me that Deep Silver is just like... We don't really have anything coming out for a while, so let's just re-release Saints Row 4 with some. Yeah. Like, well, did they? Um, I don't know. Did they? Did they say when that's coming out? The uh, the Saints Row 4 re- uh, Saints Row 4 re-release. I believe it was sometime early next year. Okay, I was gonna say because I mean most of their games are gonna be coming out next year because they'll have Dead Island 2 next year. They'll have uh, Homefront, <clears throat> the Revolution coming out next year as well. So everything's gonna be they're they're pretty good next year, but right now probably not so much, but. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see when that a reelected is, because you know if it hits holiday season, that would be great. But I'm pretty sure it's coming out. Oh yeah, it's early next year. That's a shame. Yep, January 27th. Because I really could, I would play through Saints Row for like Thanksgiving break or like Christmas vacation and just kind of yeah. run through that all over. Because I, God damn it, I love Saints Row Four. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, there's a there's a new there's a new 3ds or something in Japan. It's got a little nub. <laughs> it's got a C uh, stick, yeah. which just looks like yeah, I can talk about. Looks this. like a reset yeah. button. <laughs> so Nintendo had a uh, direct. I believe it was last Friday. Uh, they did a Nintendo direct where they showed a couple. Uh, now it was a Japanese Nintendo direct with a couple of new announcements. Mm. Uh, so the big one, obviously, being that uh, Nintendo has a new 3d uh, 3ds model coming out called the new Nintendo 3ds. Um, so basically, style-wise, it doesn't look too much different from the current 3DS and the 3DS XL. I think it's a little bit bigger than both. There's basically there's going to be a new 3DS and a new 3DS XL, um, and then they're going to be a little bit bigger than each of those models, but not by much. It's still pretty much going to be near the same size. Um, but the big new additions they have are a second stick, which is like the C, the C stick, which is this little nub that's going to be right above where the um, the uh, like face buttons are. So the yeah. X, X Y Poor placement for, and you know, I I would have loved just a second joystick. Don't give I me think, this little IBM. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think thing. I think on the uh, on the XL on the like new XL, it may not be as bad because the you know because the system's bigger and it's easier to hold. Um, but I think on the the smaller one, it might be you know the the regular 3DS might be a problem just because you know. Uh, I actually I upgraded from a 3DS to an XL because it was just like the the, re- the regular 3DS is really small and it kind of cramps your hand as you play for a while so that might be a bit of an issue. Um, and then the other thing besides the second stick is that they're also adding uh, a, a faster CPU and this is kind of the the controversial part of the announcement um, because that means it'll be capable of playing games that the original 3DS is not capable of playing. Uh, the big one being they announced a 3DS port of. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles that's going to be coming to 3DS. Um, but it's only for the new 3DS, not for the previous 3DS models. Good God, that poor retail employee who has to explain <laughs> what the new 3DS LL does as comparison that, to... Because at a glance, they look like the same thing, except for yeah, the extra button that, and the fastest CPU. So I'm, 
Uh-huh. It, it is one of those things where I feel like it is just Nintendo not listening to what... Because, I mean, that that's really the thing that the, that's been killing the Wii U, is that people, you know, that and that's what people have been criticizing it for most, is everyone seeing it as, oh, it's like an add-on for the Wii, and versus the 3DS when you go in there, and then you have the 2DS, the regular 3DS, the 3DS XL, and now you're going to have this new 3DS that basically is the same as the other ones, but only plays certain games, but not on these systems. And then you have the 2DS, which is like, well, it can play everything, but it can't play in 2D. It just, it's getting so confusing having four models of the same system. Yeah, they're, they're either going to have to go like what the like the iPad route, where it's just, as soon as this new model comes out, we're just discontinuing these other ones. So when you walk into the store and say, give me a 3DS, it's this one. It's not, oh, but do you mean this other one that is a lower CPU or anything like that. I mean, it's going to suck, especially in the uh, after, you know, in the in the used game market where you're just like, w- w- what am I looking at? All, the, all these all, all these Game Boys are, are red. I, I just want a red one. How do how do I get a red one? And that that seems like it's going to be kind of a nightmare for retail. But that that seems to be that 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 uphill battle that Nintendo seems to be fighting every time they make an announcement as far as hardware is concerned, where it's just like, no no one gets it, and you're kind of curious to see, like, what's going on in Japan there. Yeah, I think, you know, because, like, again, like, this isn't something new. They've done this, you know, they've obviously, they've done this before, like, especially with the DS being the, the perfect example of that, I feel like, um, you know, when they released the original DS, and then they did the DS Lite, and then the DSi, and then the DSi XL, and all that. <laughs> but I think those were, I think those were, like, especially with the DS Lite, that was spaced far enough apart that I think it made sense, because the DS Lite came out, I think, about, like, three or four years after the original, the original Fat DS, um, you know, which, I, I might be wrong in that, but, like, I think it was, it was a big enough change to the system that it, it was warranted, you know, versus this, I think, where it, it's a big change in a different direction that, you know, obviously is is making a lot of people mad. You know, with like the whole uh, faster processor and you know those sorts of things, like the sort of things I feel like you'd see in a new system, like an entirely new system, rather than just oh, this is an update of our current model. Oh, Nintendo, what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> like, I want them to do well, but they're doing everything possible to just make that really hard. Like, they're just making their lives very difficult. And like finally the you know the 3ds is turning around and people are actually buying it and enjoying it and I feel like now people are have a reason to buy a Wii but it's like we're here we are almost three years later and people are like oh I think I'll consider getting a Wii like yeah the Nintendo yeah I, I hear Nintendo now and I just I used I used to think of Nintendo would just be really happy now I think of Nintendo would just kind of groan all the time mm-hmm. but oh, Nintendo uh, <laughs> hey there's no Destiny review copies coming until next week. Womp womp. <laughs> what, what does that tell you? Uh, I mean, I'd hope that the game is going to be good, and that it doesn't mean that the game sucks, which you know often. <laughs> happens. But I mean, I guess. But I, I mean, I guess I think it's just like they they want to build up the hype for it. Um, also, I think it's a multiplayer you know, it's like, game, so like there's no single player, so it's not like yeah, oh, I can play true. this for a week, and then once the servers kick in over the weekend, I'll give that a shot. Since the game is so primarily. Multiplayer. I think they're waiting for just more, you know, a bigger, a bigger pool of players as opposed to just like the few thousand journalists who are going to get it, and then it just yeah. oh maybe matchmaking will take too longer, or you know, my my theories are all over the place. It's like oh maybe there's just a massive day one patch that they just can't really, they don't want they don't want you to look at the game at the state up until this day until you can download the day one. Yeah, patch. true. I think also reviewing it like if if. It were reviewed under the circumstances of there only being like a handful of people, like you know, a couple thousand journalists that are reviewing the game. It'd be different mm-hmm. than trying to review it when you know 
millions of people are trying to play this game, like, obviously the performance of the game is going to be very different. Right. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be a case of something where it's like, you know, reviewers are going to... It's going to allow reviewers to take their time with it a little bit more, rather than, like, the typical route, which is trying to cram it into, like, a couple days and then... Yeah, that, that, review, rush, so. that rush for embargo. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, our review's up first. We we like it. I'm like, oh, great. I'm, I'm yeah. so glad I waited for this. Yep. Uh, speaking of reviews, we also did a bunch uh, while, yes. while we were gone. So let me run through a list. Warriors Orochi Ultimate! By our own Christian Chiak. Chiak? Chiak? I like Chiak. Let's say it that way. Uh, he gave it an 8.5. Uh, are you a, are you a Warriors fan? Are you a big fan of the Dynasty and the Samurais and the Gundams and the Hyrule Warriors? Is that your thing? I have, other than the other than the 20 minutes I played Hyrule Warriors at E3, I've never <laughs> played any Warriors games before. Uh, I actually didn't know I didn't know that uh, that that was a Dynasty Warriors game. I just assumed it was some other you know like series or whatever. But I, yeah, really I don't dumb game. <laughs> I know I know nothing about the series. I've never played any of them, so I don't yeah. really know. But. Yeah, Warriors Orochi is more of a uh, it's in that Dynasty Warriors vein, but it's more like fantasy. So you'll so instead of fighting just a bunch of you know instead of fighting 10,000 yellow turbans. Rebels, you're fighting, you know, demons and huge kind of bosses. So Warriors Orochi is almost kind of like the inspiration for uh, Hyrule Warriors because Hyrule Warriors, I know, has like big, big mid bosses and you know, and 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 end level bosses that are there. So yeah, it's it's not a bad game. You know, it's you have kind of have to know what you're getting into. You you have to be okay with just hitting the X or square button a billion times for about three <laughs> or four hours at a go. But uh, but yeah, Christian seems to like it. So that. Check it out if you just want to kind of blow a weekend and just kind of, you know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm my, you know, Dynasty Wars has always been my guilty pleasure. Like, I always end up, I wait for the uh, Empire's games. So it's the Dynasty Warriors game with almost a romance of the Street King of the Three Kingdoms strategy thing built in where you're trying to take over a map. And then each battle on the map is you're zoomed in killing a bunch of dudes. So it's still a Dynasty Warriors game, but there's that, like, just a light layer of, like, strategy there where you might have to think, like, oh, I'm going to attack these guys first. We'll go here. But Dynasty Warriors is not bad. Also, Madden, are you a football, man? <laughs> uh, I haven't played a Madden title in a long time, but I have enjoyed them because uh, I used to play them. I used to play them a lot with my cousins, um, you know, like, back, back in, like, the PS2 era, which I think was, like, my favorite, like, era for those types of games, so... Yeah, same here. When I used to have more like like people traffic into my bedroom, where it's just like, yeah, hey, I'm going to play some fucking video games. I'm like, fuck. I always had to have Madden and Street Fighter just to just to appease everyone's taste here. But now that's not that situation anymore. I'm like, do I really want Madden? I'm like, not really. I mean, I have last year's Madden thanks to uh, EA Access. It's, I stupidly signed up for that for God knows what reason. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you get Madden 14 for free. I'm like, oh. Awesome, and I loaded up the main menu, and I was like, I don't want to play any football, and then I left that. But uh, yeah. Joel liked it. He says it's a it's a great looking game. Um, I'm trying to look for Joel's uh, see what box quote we can use that uh, EA can take from him, and uh, I'm gonna go with, is it worth the upgrade? Yeah. Okay. Good box <laughs> quote. That's an endorsement right there. That's an endorsement. Mine would just be, it's football. Okay. <laughs> and Ryan, you reviewed Walking Dead season two, episode five, the finale. Of I did. I actually, I have been catching up with a lot of reviews. Um, so to summarize my reviews, I uh, 
I, so yeah, I, I did review the season finale of Walking Dead season two. I actually before that I caught up with reviews for uh, episode three and four as well, just because I had some I had some technical difficulties with my review copy, but I finally got a fix of Telltale. Because um, you have a fucking the- Mac. What are you playing games on a Mac for? Eh, because that's what I have, so, you know. <laughs> but I got that solved, so I reviewed the last three episodes, including the finale. Um, overall, I thought it was good. I don't know if I... I mean, I'm going to go back and replay the whole season, just to get kind of a feel for it. And actually, I'm reviewing the whole season right now, like, as a whole, um, which I did also hmm. for Wolf Among Us. I did, like, kind of a recap, like, a uh, review of the whole season. Um, I think season two was good. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as season one. Um, just because I felt like there were some kind of inconsistencies like through the season, especially with a lot of the character development, um, mm. without going into spoilers or whatever, um, just because there were a lot of times where I felt like, I mean, it's Walking Dead, so characters die. So if, if it's a spoiler alert, characters die. But um, basically, it's like a lot of times when there were character deaths, they didn't really feel meaningful. They just kind of felt for shock value, um, you know, versus I felt like in season one where there was less less of that, um, where even if a character died, it was in some kind of meaningful way or something to drive the story for, story forward. Right. Versus in season two where it was kind of like, well, we spent all this time developing this character and giving them a story, and then we're just going to kill them and not do anything else with them. And just I felt there were some, some times where it was like that. Um, but there were still a lot of really good moments. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm definitely going to go back and replay it th- through again um, just to make some new decisions and all that stuff. But um, so, so, yeah. you'd rec- so you'd recommend it? I would, yeah. I think it's really good. I th- um, overall, I'm still uh, my review of, of my full review of season two is gonna be coming probably uh, like early next week. Um, so you'll see there. But uh, yeah, it was it was really good. I I think slightly not quite as good as season one as you know because season one was was fantastic. Um, but still really good. Yeah, and then we also have tales of Zilia, Hilia, 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 Zilia. Celia, Celia 2, uh, Fabian liked it. So readers review because I really couldn't tell you anything about that game, but it's one of them. It's one of them anime games. And, and speaking of one of them anime games, we also review Akiba's Trip 2, Undead and Undressed. Uh, Alyssa seemed to thought it was okay. You you beat people up by taking off their clothes, and they're like energy vampires in Japan, so you have to beat up a Taku. I'm just gonna because because why not? It's, yeah, it's... because why the hell not? And I'm, I'm, and I kind of want to play this game, but then I also kind of, like, not want to admit I want to play this game. Like, if, if the game just happened to be around and, like, in my PS3 and turned itself on and I just happened to have the controller in my hand and everything, like, that's fine, but I would never admit to actually. It's kind of like being a Dynasty Warriors fan. Like, clearly people are buying this game but not admitting that they're buying it. Yeah. So I feel it's like maybe keep his trip is part of that. Yeah, so... And then, uh, oh, and we have so many reviews, but uh, Gods Will Be Watching, Alyssa did that review. That's a great goddamn game. It's a bad decision simulator. It, it <laughs> I've just heard, uh, Yeah, it's just it's the worst. It's great. I've, I've heard it's good. Uh, it's it's what I've been curious to check out at some point. I've heard very difficult, though. Like, it is a oh, really, yeah, it's super really hard. They, they're, yeah. they're, they're, there's, a diffic- there's a difficulty called the narrative mode where it just makes things so much easier with, like, the missions only last, like, five minutes, and you're like, oh, that's great. But normally these are, like, half hour to 45 minute, like, you're stressed out, you're sweating, because you could just screw up at any given moment, and you have to start over. Yeah, I I was just say I've been playing a game like that, but we'll talk about that later when we talk about <laughs> what we're playing. But uh, yeah, I think those those games are they're they're in, they're fun in a different way because they're like they're stressful, but like you know the you you really get kind of invested in them. And that seems a lot like what Gods will be watching kind of is. So, but uh, I've heard good things about the game so far. 
But yeah, de- yeah definitely try it out. Uh, I, I remember I, I taught at uh, PAX East. I spoke to the team. They're these guys from Spain, Destructo or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool guys, and they they got a trip out of it. That game was such such a cool thing to demo out in public because one of the uh, uh, one they had a different scenario every day of PAX. So the one the one I sat through was the uh, uh, the torture scene. And you know, every day you have to survive 20 days of being tortured, and the, your interrogator asks you a bunch of questions, and you have to either figure out, should I, you know, how much of the truth do I tell him? Do I lie? Do I provoke him? Just to do anything possible, just to prolong your inevitable demise. Yeah, your inevitable. Just, just, <laughs> just, your job is to drag it out as soon as possible, but don't give him everything he wants. So one of these scenarios, he kind of randomly picks a weapon, and every weapon that he uses against you has its own kind of mechanic. So he took the uh, the pistol. So he's like, we're going to play some Russian roulette. And you're like, God fucking crap. So oh, yeah. when you're playing Russian roulette, it doesn't matter what your response is. He's always going to pull the trigger. So that way you kind of have to figure out your gameplay method there. Where It's like, well, if he's always going to pull it, then I don't need to tell him the truth because I can just lie. Not a big deal. So he'll sit there, and then he'll be like, well, we've got a one in six chance. Click. And then he'll try again, and then click. And so the crowd gathering almost just like, oh, my God. And the dev, the dev said, like, oh, no, it's, it's like legit odds because uh, when I did that level at home, Literally, the first click killed me, and I was just like, "Well, fuck you! I just survived ten days, and now you shot me in the face for no reason." But yeah, nice. super stressful. You guys are like the art style is really cool. Uh, Sims Four is out. Yay! Yay! Uh, I haven't played a Sims game in a long time, but uh, yeah, it looks it looks interesting. It seems like I mean, especially when they showed it at E3, it seemed mm-hmm. like there was a lot of cool stuff that uh, that was you know that was in the game. So. Yeah, there's like personality things, so it's like, yeah, man, if 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 you're mad, you should probably go like work out because you have like a better workout when you're mad. And I'm like, I, I guess that's cool, but yeah, I, I'm one of those people. I keep buying Sims games, but I don't play them. Yeah, like every time they're on sale on Steam or something, I'm just like, oh, get everything. Fifty bucks gets me all the extent. Fuck yeah, do it. And then I never touch. It. I get as far as making a character. I make this, and then I get him a house. I give him like a million dollars, and then I buy all the crap I want. And then I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because he's like, oh, you should go make friends or give aspirations. I'm like, I don't have any like real life aspirations. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this. This, uh, this is starting to sound like George's real life. Very, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was like, just, just buy me the biggest fucking TV. My guy's literally just sitting on the couch playing video games in his underwear. I'm like, this is, I can, this is so meta. This is kind of weird. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, apparently that's, uh, that's, that's a thing. And uh, oh, the, I guess the big, 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 big news. Uh, Xbox One launched in Japan. It did, yes. It did. It, we could say that it launched. I uh, <laughs> could not tell you if anyone bought it because the photos that are coming out of the launch lineup, uh, launch uh, the midnight releases and the day one releases, uh, I doesn't look like anyone bought one. You see a couple of stragglers in some of those pictures, but I can't tell yeah. if it's just uh, people trolling. There were it's just like, well, I'm gonna show up when the stores close, obviously, and take a picture in front. And be like, no one lined up for this. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not super surprised, given that you know Microsoft's not had the best history with you know launching their consoles in Japan, like especially the Xbox 360. You know, in particular when that launched, it just kind of landed with a thud. So yeah, but people still bought them. Like, yeah, this is this just seems like everyone's just like, oh yeah, that came out great. Yeah. Like someone had to, someone had to buy them, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, in in general, I mean, Microsoft, their main audience is going to be North America, pretty much. Maybe Europe, too, but it's mostly going to be here, so. Yeah, especially with all that TV talk and, like, yeah, this will work with your cable. It's like, I think internationally there's more issues with cable companies just trying to get that situated. But I think think the the losing of the Kinect was in preparation for 
launching a different markets, particularly in Japan, in Japan, where people just have really small apartments where, you know what, they don't have the space to get up and dance around and act all goofy yeah. and stuff, so... Yeah, there. But uh, but you know, Microsoft said that uh, you know, they took a survey and said 84 percent positive feedback. That's good from the yeah. other event. So it's so that to me that tells me if you went to the event, you had a good time. I don't know what that translates as far as you know predicting the success of the system. But yeah, people they they, they did a stream on uh, uh this company called Niku Niku, just kind of had this rating system. They said yeah, yeah, people like the show. You know, they had like a quarter million views and. That was it. Was weird. Like some Japanese people came out in white gloves and unboxed it, and like this really creepy unboxing. Yeah. I was gonna say Giuseppe, uh, Giuseppe, uh, news editor Giuseppe wrote uh, a lot of very entertaining articles about that. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just weird, but also very Japanese. So I was like, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, yeah. I think for, I think for the Xbox to do well in uh, Japan, it needs uh, it needs Monster Hunter, obviously, because yeah. apparently Monster Hunter is the secret sauce that could sell every console ever. So they, I, and I'm. They will probably do that, and I think they need to work together with some Japanese. They need some weird Japanese games to sell in Japan. Yeah. So, like, you know, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, as cool as it looks, is is not what is not what Japan wants. They they want Akiba's Trip and Tales of Zillia and that kind of nonsense. So, yeah. I think unless Microsoft does that, uh, they're they're yeah. <laughs> I love that picture. It goes, hey, wait here for the line for the Xbox One, and there's no one there. <laughs> and I feel like some of that is trolling. Like, it's maybe after-hours type pictures where it's like, oh, we're not quite open yet, or we just set this up. But uh... It's okay. I remember, like, when things like that happened here. Like, I remember when they first launched uh, Move for PlayStation 3, and they had those, like, midnight release parties. Mm-hmm. I saw all these pictures, and there was, like, one guy online waiting at, like, the midnight release. Yeah, there's nothing sadder. Like, I used to work at a GameStop when we would do midnight releases, and it would be for like these really weird games. Yeah. And um, like two people. <laughs> yeah, there should be one or two guys coming in. I remember there was one Call of Duty where we didn't have that big of a turnout, so it was like, oh, we should get couches. We bought pizzas. We bought ten pizzas, and only about <laughs> twenty-five people showed up. So after they bought their game, they literally just hung out to eat all our pizza, and we just started giving pies out. And I, <laughs> I think it was a uh, must have been World at War. I think where we probably uh... you know we had uh, yeah we had a couch set up, we had a TV set up, we even called in the local police because uh, we every time we do a midnight, we let them know, and they'll just oh we'll you know we'll do a drive by and we'll have a cop walk in and yeah so he's there he's like why the fuck am I even here? It's just, <laughs> we're like we're sorry like, here we're like what? sorry here's a pizza. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good, good, good luck to Microsoft. Hopefully, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I decided I don't want to talk about any of the hashtag gamers gate stuff because it's dumb, and none of the uh, none of the feminist frequency stuff because that just makes me mad at the internet, makes me want to quit internet things altogether. It's so, understandable. So yeah, so I, I think all I want to say is that stop stop being a jerk because people say bad things about a game you like. Just, just, it's okay. You can still play that game. No one's gonna hurt you. And, and yeah, be better at... You, you need to be better at the internet, but... I think we will. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're a young medium. You know, video games is only, like, what, 20, 30 years old? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a gr- it's growing pains. So we're gonna get out of it, because, you know, like, like you and me, we, we were probably dicks at 15 years old, so I think... We're all growing up together. I mean, stuff, speak, for, so speak gonna... for yourself, George, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was 15, you weren't born, but whatever. But, um, <laughs> hey, man. But, yeah, I, I, I think we'll, we'll get through this, and as long as the community, you know, promotes positive feedback and just criticisms and just 
learning how to police themselves without threatening to set each other on fire, I think will be good. And yeah, just just be better to each other. God damn it, you fucks. And uh, last but not least, I don't know why this piece of news kind of stuck around in my head. Uh, Titanfall has a new mode that has no titans. So it, it just fall. It's not Titanfall. Yeah, it's, 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 just, it's just fall. It's fall. Just not fall. It's, they do add two more players on each side, so it's like an eight on eight. And I guess some people were under the impression that this was like going to replace all the modes. And it's like, no, no, this, uh, is, just, okay. this is just it's another just playlist. It's just a playlist. Like, it's not... Yeah. I was gonna say maybe they're beating uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare to the punch. Like, you know, like getting <laughs> I can that just double jump there, too. So. <laughs> We've got lasers. You like lasers? We can double jump too. Like, yeah. Like, to me, this reminds me of when Halo did like the hardcore or, like swap modes, where it's like some people like to play without yeah. shields. Well, I'm like, saying, yeah, people are I mean, jerks. <laughs> in Halo, like SWAT was my absolute favorite mode. So you know, I, I, I get to see like people. You're a monster. I I, I don't get it. <laughs> To, I to, love to me, that's not Halo. I'm like, this is Counter Strike. I don't want to play uh, Counter Strike. Team SWAT, Team SWAT is the best mode. Uh, granted, none of my other friends wanted to play it. I was the only one that would want to play but it. Why? You know, it was like, it was like exactly why? <laughs> I, I, I have friends that love Team SWAT. I'm like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Like, this yeah. is stupid. I but, love SWAT. But anyway, I got jetpacks. Why? Why do you not want this? Do you, yeah. You, no, no radar, man. No, it's super sneaky. I'm like, go fucking play Counter Strike, dick. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it was there, so it's like if you wanted to play it, you can play it, but it doesn't. It, it got, it's just another mode, guys. So can we just chill out? Capture flag is coming back. Just, just every, everyone, just chill. All right. God damn it! So you got me all fired up, Ryan. Halos, <laughs> what scumbag? Yeah, the the Titanfall thing sounds cool. Like I'm sure, like I said, like I'm sure, like it's it's gonna be one of those things that's gonna have like you know like a a, a group of people that are really gonna be into that. Even though it's it's you know I, even though like when I heard about it, I was like. But then I feel like that kind of defeats the point of the game, like not to have the titans in there. But mm. I, don't know, I guess you know, some people find it cool, like just to have that kind of pure, you know, shooter experience. Yeah, and you know, some people are like that because I had gone matches where like I kind of forget to call my titan. Yeah. And so until the very end, I'm like, I never called that guy down, and just kind of dependent on the map. So I, you know, it's variety. You know, it's the spice of life. Yeah, it's okay, guys. No, no one be mad at you. Ryan, what are you playing? What, what's 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 going on? What's 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 occupying your time? Oh boy, how does it say? It's been a lot since the last time we we recorded. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, I haven't been playing a lot of new stuff other than like uh, reviewing Walking Dead season two and catching up a Wolf and Wolf Among Us, doing those reviews. Uh, I've mostly just been catching up on backlog stuff right now, uh, which has been good for me. I've been glad to just kind of like you know not have to play anything new and just kind of focus on like okay, get the stuff out of my backlog uh, yeah, before the apocalypse so, happens next week. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> uh, well, the apocalypse that is Destiny comes out, and then that's... Oh, more. that's true, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so the stuff I've been playing, uh, most recently I finished playing uh, Dishonored. Uh, I finished that on 360, and uh, that, that, that one, that, that's one that's been on my, my backlog for a while, so I'm glad that I finally finished that. Uh, I really, really liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. I kind of wish I played it on PC, but I already had it on 360, hmm. um, so I went with that, but it was still really fun. It, it goes really well. Uh, yeah. It, it was a great game. It was fun. Um, and then I, I, I need to get back to, to Dishonored. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to play it, and I feel like I'm just pushing it down. I, yeah. I'm going to take one weekend and just run through it just to just that's, to say I did it. And I feel like I owe the game that much. That's pretty much it, Yeah, it's not very long. Uh, I think I finished it in about like 10 to 12 hours, so it's not super long. Uh, but it is a really good game for that. Just like if you have like a weekend where you're not doing anything, just kind of dedicate yourself to playing it, and it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. a really... Really good game to get into. Um, then I've also been, so when we were talking about stressful games before, I've been playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, trying to get through that. We're supposed to play that together, aren't we? We're supposed to play that together, aren't we? 
At some point, yeah, we will. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't it, it, it's a great, yeah. So uh, it's just because like I've been watching. It's um. So for those that don't know, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is like a it's a um Steam Greenlight or uh, a Greenlight game on Steam, and uh, it's basically this sort of like survival. It's it's basically a survival horror game where you are a night night's watchman at a like Ch- uh, Chuck E. Cheese esque restaurant. Um, and then what happens is in the middle of the night, the animatronics come and try and kill you during the night. Uh, so basically, if you played like Night Trap on 3DO, you have to like switch between cameras. And <laughs> George is already not digging this. So, um, but you basically nope. have, to, you have nope. to switch. You have to switch between cameras and try and monitor them as they're coming through different parts of the the restaurant uh, before they come in and kill you, uh, which they do so by stuffing you into an animatronic suit, which sounds horrifying. So, <laughs> but it's a really it's a really cool little game, especially because like it's probably one of the scariest games I've played in a long time. Uh, it does so really because it's it's a super simple game because it really doesn't have like it's basically just a bunch of still images and then like occasionally some stuff moves and animates, but uh, it's really good just as a, like a little you know it's only five bucks too, so it's a great little game. Um, and then after that, I've been playing uh, Rogue Legacy on PC. I've been finally. <sighs> trying to jump back into that because so I played good. I played a little bit of it and I got my ass kicked a lot when I first started playing it. Um, but I finally have been trying to like push through it and it's a fun game. It's really good. I just love, I think my favorite part of it is even though it does suck dying a lot, which you will in that game a lot, um, it's really funny getting the new like children and seeing like what their new attributes are and like seeing the really like like jokey ones that are in there. Like I had a gay mage as one of my, my children. I like the color um, blindness. That just kind of seems like a pain yeah. in the ass. I had yeah, I had like uh, the far-sighted uh, guys a couple times, so like your character <laughs> would be like blurry, and then everything else would be like you know in focus or the opposite yeah, like, for everything else. I like the farting one. I like the uh, giant uh, giantism one where they're just huge, which is yeah. super great. Yeah, I haven't tried the ones like uh, the Vertigo one, which is the one that's like upside down, so he has to play like upside down. Awesome. It's like, <laughs> I haven't tried those yet, but uh, yeah, it's really fun. So uh, that's pretty much been it. It's just right now just going through older stuff, but. Uh, having fun doing it. So, what about you, George? I have been playing for the last three weeks. Firefall! That that game is, is, is a real <laughs> game now. It, that, it's game, not... that, came, that game that came out, actually? Yeah, that game that came out, actually. <laughs> I And that was really the first line of my review, is just like, hey, I, I can't believe I'm actually playing the final version of of Firefall. I feel like I've I've played this beta three years ago and seen it at numerous trade shows and it's just like, hey, you want to try out Firefall? It's going to be different now. It's cell shading. I'm like, oh my god, this game and that booth with the dubstep. And it's just, wow. So yeah, I've been playing that. Um, actually working on the review for that, kind of like uh, this is what I think after three weeks. But uh, I think the, the good thing about these type of games, especially MMOs and um, free-to-play MMOs is they can always kind of change. Like, my biggest issue has been the combat does not feel that satisfying at all, meaning, like, yeah. I got this... I got a guy in a fucking cool giant battle frame with a minigun, and I'm just mowing dudes down that don't seem to care I'm shooting at them, so they just kind of charge up to you as they're being shot, and then they just die in front of you. So there's no... There's no reaction, and there's no... And especially the AI is really bad, so you just kind of get swarmed, and it's just, I'll just hover up, shoot, throw a grenade, hover up, Shoot, throw a grenade. Yeah. So it, it's sad. So yeah, the combat falls a little bit on the boring side, and the quests, uh, the quest system is not not good. It's just you, here's a job board. Go to this place, kill a bunch of monsters, or go to this place, kill a bunch of monsters, pick something up, and bring it back. 
So yeah, it was a little disappointing. Like I actually really like everything else about it. Like I think it's it's a gorgeous game. It's got mm. really big vistas and it's just like it's a good like screenshot game if you just want to take really dumb screenshots of just look at this beautiful waterfall. Like that's really neat. Uh, I like the mounts and stuff. Um, they 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 gave me in my review kit. They gave me like five dollar like. Uh, currency to go buy stuff, so I got like the starter kit, and I got like a four a four seater car, so I can just roll up and other players be like, hey, I'm gonna jump in. I'm like, all right, whatever. So just four dudes just driving around in a mount, and then we all jump out, kill stuff, all get back in my car and drive away. But uh, yeah, the 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 traversal is really neat in that game. But uh, yeah, check out my review for that. I'm gonna say problem time this week, maybe. I don't know. Reviews. There's a lot of words in the reviews. I'm not a big fan. Uh, also played some Nosgoth, uh, early access. Preview, yeah, I played a version of Nosgoth is probably the best way to say, <laughs> and that one's actually kind of fun. Uh, I think once you get past the fact that it's not a spiritual, it's not a sequel to any of the Legacy of Kane games. It's just a game that takes place in the Legacy of Kane universe. Yeah. Once you get past that, I think you'll be okay, and it's actually an okay like kind of online action game. You know, team base. classes, and it's kind of cool being like a reaver or being like, oh look, it's a flying vampire. Kind of like Raziel and Soul Reaver. Ah, so you kind of start making the connections there, but pretty neat game, and I think as a free-to-play title, it's actually not bad. Uh, and then I'm also playing Risen 3 Titan Lords? Is that what the game's called? Yes, Titan something, Lords. Something like that. Yes, the Titan Lords. You are a pirate in that game. You have a ship, and you and it's an RPG. It's It's weird. But like, it's, a, it's a video game. My, my kind of weird, which I'm I'm digging. It's a video game. You you, you <laughs> do buttons and there's EXP. Uh, that's actually kind of a neat game. Um, my review's going up for that probably sometime next week. Maybe this weekend. I don't know when I get around to it. Uh, but that's actually not a bad game if you want like a nice hardcore action RPG. That's probably a good recommendation for you. And it's voice acting's terrible. The combat's a little what the fuck is happening. And it's a hard game. So it's one of those. You think it's like oh, I'm, ha- I'm at half health, I'll be fine. Like oh, and then the checkpoint is up super fucked, so you kind of have no idea where you're saving. So it's just and there's no F5 save I notice. So like using those type of games before I do anything, I'm just like F5 save. They don't have that. You have to like escape and quick save, which is kind of dumb. So, but yeah, so yeah, I've been playing just really kind of long, stressful games for the last couple of weeks because I did God's Will <laughs> be watching that bummed me out. Uh, I actually started playing Awesome Knots. It's a couple of years old, but they keep oh, adding. Cool. There's a new expansion that just came out for it. Yeah. And I'm playing it with my brother, and it's it's a really good beginner MOBA because I'm like really terrible at MOBAs. Yeah. So that's really cool, and it's got a really cool intro. It's just like Awesome Knots, Awesome Knots, <laughs> you know, like a Saturday morning cartoon. And uh, like, yeah, well, I, I think that's it. I think I'm gearing up for Destiny. Yeah, I was just saying because like, like when you mentioned mobas and stuff like that, like I've always been interested in them, like like just like you know the com- like kind of the community that's around them and like the east you know the esports mm-hmm. and everything like that. But just, I'm just so intimidated by like they're, they're like mobas are just a very intimidating genre because they just like you really have to dedicate it, it, yourself to it, them. It is, uh, and they're and they're not new player friendly, which is no. different about awesome maps where it's just very simple to play and. You know, once you kind of lose twice, you kind of get the hang of like, okay, now I know how to play this class. In right. like League or Dota, you know, the matches can go for like 45 minutes, two hours, and if you do bad, people will let you know, 
And then you're just kind of like, well, why the fuck am I going to keep playing this game? People keep yelling at me and telling me I suck. Like, my own teammates. Like, you used to worry about, like, oh, my, my opponents are just telling me how much of an asshole I am. Now your teammates are just like, stop feeding them kills, man, play your class, you suck. And I'm just like, I, I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, I, yeah. I want to play that DC one, that uh, Final Crisis. That looks like it might be fun, but it, it, but it still looks like a MOBA. And I'm yeah. just really terrible at MOBA, so I'm just like, I can't. Like, I, I can't play something for 45 minutes, lose, and then feel really terrible myself. Unlike, you know, like StarCraft, which I love playing, I can do a 45-minute hour match and still feel like I did something and feel and feel like, oh, you know, I just got, he out, you know, he, he out-strategized me. Like, curse him. Like, like I'm okay with that because I feel like that makes you a better player. MOBA is just so, yeah. like, there's so many factors. It's like, oh, you have a bad teammate. Ah, you, you, you picked the wrong class. Ah, these guys cheat. Like, I don't know, like. Yeah, they're tough to get into. If you can play MOBA, God bless you, because they're all free. So <laughs> yeah, I want to play a free game and enjoy myself that way. But uh, yeah, Hearthstone, Hearthstone, oh fucking Hearthstone! <laughs> I love Hearthstone. I played it right yeah. before. But that cheers me right the fuck up. Yeah, and, uh, and I think uh, Div- Divinity: Original Sin. That's a nice little hardcore CRPG that I've been digging. Uh, not as much. I haven't played much of it since it came out. So I'm still about like 12, 15 hours into it. Really good. If you're just if you just like if you just want to never winter nights or play like a Baldur's Gate type thing, that that's the game for you. Like yeah. that that will that will bring back memories of just poor interfaces and you know, trying to blacksmith stuff is a pain in the ass because you have to give it to the guy who has the blacksmith still. So it's a lot of like item swapping and just like why couldn't it just be a button just to blacksmith everything? Some guy knows it, so it's fine, it's okay. It's like, no, no, you gotta give it to the guy. He knows what he's doing. It's just like fuck you. But uh but yeah, so yeah, this whole month I've just been playing this insane video games. Just video games that hate me, and like I feel like I start to hate them back. And it's just a very toxic relationship. But uh, so yeah, but Destiny, man, can't wait. That's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. You know what? I think we're going to call it, Ryan. We're going to do a short one. So the idea with the new Shotcast is uh, I'm going to get more people in here, uh, you know, fellow Dual Shockers, uh, people from different outlets, just to get them chiming in on different topics. Maybe we'll see where we, we discuss visual aids that will happen. Maybe little videos going on maybe, as we uh, talk about nonsense. Maybe clones of George, too. Maybe we'll get a couple of them in there, too. So, Oh, my God. That'd be great. And, uh, <laughs> you know, more chalkboard stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a new regime, man. I, I'm el presidente of this fucking shotcast, and this will... Uh, things are going to happen. Happen well. Things will and, happen. Uh, yeah, and I was joined by Mr. Ryan Meitzler. Thank you so much. For this, uh, new, it, this new journey. If you see, uh, if you see uh, leaked nude photos of me, um, they're not mine. Just, just FYI. Just don't, just don't look at them. Don't see them. Don't share them. But, <laughs> yeah, but enjoy it, them. But enjoy yeah. them. Yeah, if you see nude photos of me, they're probably mine. <laughs> just, you know, just like and subscribe, man. Whatever. Like, uh, but yeah. Also, before I forget, check out this awesome shirt I got, Ryan. Look at that. Oh. Look, look. My God. oh my God! Do you know where I got this shirt? Where did you get this shirt? Oh, wait, is it where I think you got it from? Yeah, the DualShockers.com <laughs> T-shirt site thing that's on our homepage <laughs> right now. You can go there and get fantastic shirts like this, among other really cool gaming shirts or non-gaming shirts. Comic book stuff. There's movie stuff. I saw some weird Wolverine shit on there. All by various artists. And every time you buy a shirt from our Dual Shocker T-shirt thing that goes into T Republic or whatever, yes, yes, T Republic. I think that's who they are. If you buy from them, you are helping us out. So buy the T-shirts. They're like 14 bucks plus shipping. 
they're really cool if, if you want to impress your friends and be like, man, so-and-so is such a cool guy, but I can't figure out what makes him so cool. It's like, I know what it is. It's his Last of Us shirt. That's why he's cool. <laughs> you will be cool, Obviously. too, if you buy T-shirts from our T-shirt stop. I really should have planned that out. I really was just like, oh, I should talk about the shirts. And I'm like, I don't know anything about it. I just know that if you buy t-shirts, it helps us out. So if, you, if you're if you in the market for buying like really cool, you know, if you're coming up to like Comic-Con or, or another cool gaming convention or anime expo and you want like something cool to wear where people be like, oh, that guy, that guy likes his stuff. That's an otaku right there. He knows his shit. Go to our DualShock or t-shirt store Buy something. It helps us out greatly. It keeps the lights on. It lets me. It it supplies me with different colored chocolate. Today I just used blue. I, I want to use red and yellow, but I can't afford them. With your money, I can. I will draw better pictures. Maybe a dragon. It most likely will be a bunch of penises over my head because that's just how you people are. And do, yeah, do that. So buy stuff from the t-shirt thing. Check out our, our Dual Shockers actual website where we. And, and dumb videos like this. And speaking of dumb videos, keep an eye out because I will be doing plenty of them in the following weeks. Uh, maybe with Ryan, maybe not. I, you know, I played PT. It scared the crap out of me. So maybe I'll play some uh, Friday Nights at Freddy's or Five Nights at Freddy's and, and scare myself. Maybe I'll put a camera on here. Maybe I'll keep it dark and, and you'll hear me scream. And it, it'll be interesting. And I've been talking way too long. You guys have a fantastic evening, day, whenever you decide to listen to this, there'll be an audio version of this, so you can do your iTunes nonsense and listen to it while you're in class, driving in your car, you know, being arrested by the police, if they let you, just wherever you feel most, or work, I assume some of you might work, so you want to listen to this at work. Work, work is good, it lets you pay for things, it lets you be part of society, so you can pay taxes, and I'm done, you know, just good, good night, Ryan. <laughs> good night. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>